0: Hello, it's me. I am here and I want to get real with you ladies. Not like I don't every time I talk on this thing, but I want to spend some time talking a little bit deeper on. My personal life that I typically don't like to share and do although I will make points for a cause or to illustrate a point I'm trying to make but this time um, I want to get just a little bit deeper about it because I spent a lot of time on here yelling at you bitches And I know it's aggressive and maybe judgy, which in your defense it is because I am still human, even though I am trying to self-correct this behavior. And I just want to talk a little bit more about why I get so crazy about these topics and it's because my life has been directly influenced by certain things and Hopefully you can see where I'm coming from and realize that my intention is pure, I just get crazy passionate at times and I will cuss you out and yell at you, but it's only because I care. If I didn't, it wouldn't. and so I just want to preface this by saying that my only intention in doing this is first and foremost for me and my lineage to heal and if they ever encounter problems like this maybe I can help give a different perspective or who knows maybe they can come up with something better than me and then number two of course is for all you ladies out here I'm constantly yelling at and pleading <laughs> sometimes So you can see where I'm coming from and then also hopefully gives you a better perspective on things that maybe you didn't consider before. So today is January 4th and Hector's birthday today. For those of you who don't know, Hector is my biological would be father who left my mom and my brother and me before I was born. And so Before I get into the story of what happened, I want to mention that years ago when I started this journey of what I thought would be success, it actually has been a lot of healing emotional, generational things. I had to reprogram and change my mindset because I realized I had a loser mentality and it just wasn't working out anymore and so I vowed to change it and I did whatever was necessary for this to happen and one of the things I learned right away was that writing down goals makes it that much likely that you'll achieve it even if you never think about it again. And This was really intriguing to me. So I sat down to do this list of what I call impossible goals and I remember thinking that of forgiving Hector and it made me laugh because a few years prior to this I had just decided that I was never gonna forgive him I was gonna hate him this was a wound that would never get healed and I basically was just trying to teach myself to live around it and I obviously did that by not really trying to focus too much on it. And... I was doing a good job until... I think it was 2016 maybe? I found out I had a sister. these feelings and emotions about him came back to me, because, again, my only solution was to just avoid it if it wasn't in my face and wasn't an issue. But when I was making these impossible goals and I thought, forgive Hector, and I was laughing about it, I just thought, you know what, fuck it, why not? They literally said, you know, there's no limit, so... What harm could it do? I was genuinely convinced I would hate him forever, and I was cool with it, and I never thought about this list again until, you know, I found out about my sister, and like all these things came back that made me feel like I needed to deal with it. It Because also, changing my mindset, I was learning that What I did with heavy issues, heavy emotional issues or traumas, I just tried to forget about them and not acknowledge them, thinking they disappear, but really what happens is they just fester inside of you until you erupt like a volcano and have to deal with it all at once instead of just tackling it head on when it happens. And so, there were a lot of unhealed wounds from this, obviously. And... Yeah, I'll just get into it now. So basically, my mom met Hector Um, from what I'm told from her and my sister's mom is that he was very charismatic, personable, people liked him, if he wasn't on drugs, he was a cool person. And my mom fell in love with him, like hardcore her first love. And... They would end up getting married. What my mom didn't know was that Hector was an addict. And his parents knew, his family knew, and they did not tell her this until after she was married. And so... There were a little bit of negative feelings there, which I completely understand, and could feel the same way, but, you know, fair is fair, and I have to realize that she's not perfect, and she obviously did things that caused this to happen as well, and she was just as much at fault for not knowing this as they were in not telling her. And so, she had my brother, and then she got pregnant with me. He started being more on drugs and not coming home. Not caring. He even threatened to get violent with her a couple times, but she stood up for herself and realized he didn't want to be married to her. This wasn't a safe environment for kids, and she needed to leave him and the relationship. So I get a divorce and I never interacted with him. I don't remember interacting with him. My mom says that I met him once. Um, when I was like two or four, but I don't remember that at all. I have no recollection of him. Um, the only memories I have of him was one birthday when I was like five or six. He got me like a Minnie Mouse card, birthday card, and this like parrot, this talking parrot, like stuffed robot. It was interesting. And then one year I wanted Teddy Ruxpin and he bought me some knockoff version. That was really terrible. <laughs> and it kind of freaked me out. Even though, I don't know why Teddy Ruxpin didn't freak me out. because just. I like to read and I thought it'd be cool. And then another memory I have is like playing in my room, I think I was still the same age, five, six. And my brother came in and told me that Hector called and wanted to talk to me, but he told him I was busy. So I get to talk to him. And to this day, I don't even, like, I don't know what the fuck that was. I'll have to ask my brother because, like, I'm really curious if Hector actually asked about me or if maybe that was something my brother felt like he needed to say to me because that'd be very sweet. Because we would find out later, ladies and gentlemen, that he didn't give a fuck about me. (laughs) He talks about his oldest and his youngest, but Vanessa has nowhere to be seen or heard in any conversation. Which is both fucked up and hilarious. <laughs> well, now it is. It was hurtful fall hers. So, he was a terrible parent. <laughs> he wasn't a parent. Um, like a fucking movie dude, my mom told me that like, there were times he would say he was coming, and we would wait up, he would never show, and then my grandma would just try to put us to bed and... No i don't leave because we thought we'd miss him. I didn't give a fuck, but you know, my brother knew him for a couple of years. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's the most fucking depressing thing I've ever heard. And like that's that's all the interaction I have with him. I don't have anything else. Um, so he's basically out of our lives. Life goes on my mom meets my dad when I'm two and he raised me and loved me and he's not here on earth anymore I still think he's out there in the ether somewhere because I feel him at times and So, I'm just living my life, not really acknowledging this trauma, just, like, pushing it down, not dealing with it, because, again, I think it's going to go away. I didn't realize all it does is just get more intense and then pop out. So, when I found out about my sister, I think it was, like, 2016, all of these Feelings and emotions I was trying to escape came back to me at once. Like, to the point where I found out about her, and I was mad. Like, I was mad at her. And I didn't understand it. It took me a minute to realize that, like, it wasn't her, it was obviously him. Because he was in her life for a little bit, and, I don't know, I guess it's just, obviously selfish, and I just, I wasn't ready for it, you know? Um, it's not something I thought was going to happen, I didn't anticipate it, like this is the kind of thing that if it happened to my husband, he'd be so fucking happy to find out if he had similar things out there. But I like rejected it, and I truly feel that like she's a reason I like forced myself to look at this issue because. She was my younger sister, and I didn't know her, and I didn't want Hector to be the excuse as to why, like, I didn't form a bond with her, and how it's not her fault that he chose to stay a little bit with her, and I didn't get to see him at all. And, she messaged our brother first on Facebook, because he's the one who told me. And, there was this phase where my brother was like, visiting Hector's family. That family even came to California, to like, my brother's son's birthday. and this is obviously another reason too. um like I fucking hated him for that. I hated my brother for seeking out his family and I hated him even more for deriving any fucking pleasure from doing this. And I hated that they welcome him with open arms and they love him and I hated that they were alive still, (laughs) if I'm being real, which I know how to be nothing else. And I just took it as an offense, a personal attack on me and my mom. Because again, I still hated him and I blamed his family. Not just because they didn't tell my mom of his problems, but because they knew where we were, and they never reached out to us. They never gave a fuck. They could have easily found out where we were, how we were, and they chose not to. And I did not, and I will not, open myself to his family. To this day, I don't have a problem with them, per se, but I'm not looking to make any fucking relationship with them. And I don't care if that's right or wrong, it's how I feel. And you know what, they got my brother, so they don't give a fuck about me either. (laughs) Nobody cares about me. (laughs) On that side, and it was heartbreaking at first, but fuck it. You know, I've dealt with people like that, which makes sense because you attract to what you are and what you think about. So, when I came to visiting California, they said hi to me. I was very standoffish and I don't know, I felt like there was a silent but obvious boundary like you're not anything to me i don't mean anything to you unfortunately i have to share my fucking brother he's a fucking moron okay no, i really hated him for that okay and that's not right you know because i don't know like that's not me being stubborn i guess i could talk to them and ask why They never reached out, and yada yada yada, but honestly, I don't give a fuck. I heard Hector's dad died, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I heard he abused his own mother, and I laughed. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't care. Again, not healthy, not very nice, but I don't give a fuck. It's how I felt. And yeah, so by my brother doing that and finding out about my sister, I just thought, fuck that. his family dead to me. I don't care, but I have a sister now. It's not her fault. I don't want to hate her. She could be cool. I've never been an older sibling. And I just really wrestled with this, until I was able to fucking heal it. And it's crazy too, because when I was younger, I remember there was this phase in my life where I really wanted a little brother. And I wanted a little brother because I thought, unlike my brother, he'd be really cool, and I'd like bullying him and stuff, but he might be funny and chill and not like fucking a nail and so like harassed my mom for months about how I wanted a little brother and then um this is how selfish I am Uh, she straight up told me one time well if I have another baby you won't be the baby you'll be the middle child and I never asked again (laughs) Which is both hilarious and embarrassing, but it's literally a great depiction of who I am slash was. And so I just found it really interesting that later in life I found out I had a little sister who was actually very much tomboy, and I swear to God, she is that little brother I always fucking wanted. I just didn't get to grow up with her. And our relationship's still a little bit strange because I'm not a good older sibling, and I'm working on it. Hopefully, she can forgive me eventually, and we can have a tighter bond. But like I know that I fall short, um, and so I started just really thinking about this and thinking about Hector and I started getting more curious and so I started asking more questions about him and his life because I thought that maybe that could help me pinpoint what he was thinking so I can understand why he made the decisions he did and maybe I could feel better knowing this and so-, so basically I found out that he was the youngest, he was the baby, he got everything he fucking wanted and especially if he would throw temper tantrums, he'd get what he wanted. He fucking basically had world on a silver platter he was obsessed with baseball i'm pretty sure this is why i fucking hate sports also my brother but (laughs) he fucking loved baseball he was actually really good he he had an opportunity to try out for i think they were the a's and um of course he missed it because he was getting high So that dream didn't go fucking anywhere. And I'm like, that's crazy. I could have had a fucking professional athlete dad who left me and didn't give a fuck. (laughs) That would be crazy. Um, so yeah, then I find out that his parents, Hector's parents, wanted him to grow up and You know be an adult or whatever and so they basically gave him this ultimatum either you get married have kids settle down or we stop funding you so what does he do obviously my mom loves him he's like sure he fucking marries her and they're still supporting his fucking addictions and shit And it just made a lot of sense. Because I thought, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Why would he not listen to them? If they were going to give him what he wanted, he could just pretend it didn't fucking matter to him, whose life he was ruining. He was only thinking about himself and his. Need to have his next fix. And he chose drugs over us. Round over baseball and his family and everything. And his parents enabled him. And maybe I hold a little bit of resentment because I too feel like they tricked my mom. But again, I also recognize that my mom played her part too. You know, nobody's perfect, nobody's completely innocent here. Like, she should have really been aware. But, you know, she didn't have the most intense self-esteem or anything, so... on her. And when my brother found my sister, or rather she found him, she told him that Hector was in jail, prison, for killing some old person for drugs. Which, I mean, story of his could end no another the way. I mean, it could've. Honestly, I wish it had, only because of my sister. Like, I hate to think that she had to go through that, but even worse, because she actually knew him, and she actually saw him be on drugs, and be shitty. I really wish she didn't have to endure that. I wish I could have protected her somehow, but that's not how this life played out. So (laughs) I think that learning about her and that forced me to. Deal with the issues I had with him, it made it easier for me to forgive him because he actually did me a favor. In my personal opinion, he left. I barely knew him. He left, he never came back. And It took me a long time to realize that that wasn't a curse, but a blessing. Because if he would have been an in-and-out parent, like, just enough in my life to fuck me up and then leave and like, continue doing that. I know a lot of people who have parents like that, sadly, even in my own fucking family. And I always think, no, that's more fucked up. And my sister's mom, I would learn, he told her that he only had a son, and (laughs) she was like, okay, and then I think a few months later, he got pictures of me and my brother, and she's like, I thought you only got a son, he's like, oh yeah, (laughs) I got that too, and she told me that, she asked him, why doesn't he talk to you guys, why doesn't he keep in contact, and he told her that we didn't need him, because we had somebody who was taking care of us. And she didn't know it because I didn't later, but that actually made me cry a lot. Because I think that that... Like, literally. I think that's the best thing he fucking did for me. I can't speak for my siblings. But I wasn't really attached to the dude. I never knew him. Of course I was going to have issues because it's still going to impact my life, but... I just love that. Even if I was a cop-out, even if he didn't mean what he was saying. That was the right thing to do. And I'm truly grateful for that. And also I found out that he kind of got into Tony Robbins for a minute, and he wanted the CD, so my mom got them for him, but he never watched them. And... Sometimes I think about what would have happened if he did. <laughs> Maybe he would have chose something different. Maybe not. But... You know, my mom was honest with me, and she never painted Hector in bad light. She never outright talked shit about him when she was talking to me about him. She was very respectful, and matter of fact. And, I found out, maybe like, a little while before um, I found out about my sister, I found out that my mom would say a prayer for him every day. Every fucking day, this bitch is fucking saying a prayer for him. And, I remember I used to get so mad at her for that. Because I didn't get it. Oh, fuck that fool. He doesn't deserve it. And I would legit get mad at her for it. And now that I've dealt with this wound and have healed it mostly, I finally get it. I get why she prays for him. I get why every day she prays for him and she just taught me that like, just because he didn't love us doesn't mean we didn't have to love him or have love for him because The reality is I want to be here without him and if I was, I'd be somebody completely different if somebody else was my biological parent. And he lived... He didn't even really live. Like he just... Drowned himself in drugs, probably because he hated his life and himself because he never had to earn anything, mommy and daddy just gave it to him, spoiled brat. He probably hated himself too. I don't know. I'll never know. Because this whole time he's been on drugs, he's in prison currently. I literally don't know if he's alive or not. I actually feel like he is alive though, because between you and me, I kind of think I will feel him when he's not. Well, I've been asking for that because, you know, I feel like once you're not in this human shell, you see things from a different perspective that's not human, because humans, are very, like, weird, and we don't want to forgive shit sometimes, <laughs> like me with his family. But... It took a lot of work, a lot, to heal this, and it's kind of interesting because there's this moment where I thought I would break again, but then I realized that I was actually healing because apparently two years ago he had some bitch write a letter to my sister and talk to her and he asked her how she was and how Conrad was and which is my brother and um like went on about them and there was no mention of me and it was a really weird feeling because I know that my sister was, like, reaching out to me, but I had these, like, personal animosities toward him that I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to, like, burden her with. And so, I just remember escaping wherever I was to go to the bathroom, and I just sat down and cried. And it was, like, the first time that... It felt like I was just crying habitually, because I wasn't, it didn't like, pierce my heart and soul like it had so many times before. And I was just hyper aware that he doesn't control me in any capacity. He never wanted to. I should have never allowed it, but you know, what do I know? I was just a kid whose dad didn't fucking want them. Whose dad doesn't fucking acknowledge them. Even, you know, to this day. And, again, between you and me. I wanted to tell my sister to leave him alone, don't fucking talk to him, fuck that fool, but instead I just was like grateful that he did not fucking affect me on any level. And I just hope and prayed that she could get the closure she needs because I think there's still some unresolved issues. If I'm being real, I think both my siblings got some fucking issue. I'm the only one who'll talk about it, and, well, my sister will too, but like, if I mention it to the other one, he gets fucking crazy, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> okay. But, I don't, I, am. it's not my life, you know what I mean? And I mean, I'm leaving theirs, and I'm sure that, like, if they really have a breakdown about it, and I know I will reach out to them, but it's just that like, it's funny because like I knew him the least and it looks like, it seems like it was easier for me to get over it even though it took a lot of fucking work, so many years. I just refuse to let somebody like that control me. Somebody who, when talking about us, and I say us like it's me, but I don't even know if he remembers I'm alive, um, but he was just like calling us fat, obese, bitches, and losers. <laughs> it's so hilarious now, cause really? where do you get off? jesus christ <laughs> you're so stupid but that shit would hurt me and i just, i didn't know, you know? like if a parent doesn't want you you start to internalize things and things that you don't even need to, but you can't help it cause you don't you're not as aware that it's happening even if you are like the pain and the trauma of it is it's a lot and Of course I wish it was different, that he could've loved us, um, I genuinely feel like if somehow magically he started treating my sister well, I would be happy with that, but I don't, I don't have any expectation for him from him he's nothing to me but also he's kind of a lot he's a huge part of my journey and my history and he was absent and i just remember it was the craziest thing because i was getting to the healing of this and I was cleaning out um my armoire and I was reorganizing my books and at the time I was still reading a Bible. Um so I really I really tried to read the Bible front to back. I did not Um I mostly just read the Proverbs, the Abraham stories, and um revelations and anyways um a piece of paper fell out and i picked it up and lo and behold it was that fucking impossible goals list that i made and when i saw the thing about hector i like i can't even put into words how i felt But it really felt like I did the impossible. Something that I thought never would fucking ever happen. And like, tears in my eyes, like, check that bitch off. Done. I forgive him. He did what he did and he never looked back and you know i could have held on to that or i could just choose to see the brighter side and i do and i appreciate him for not returning and again i can't speak for my siblings they probably don't feel the same as me we don't have the same experiences But I think the weirdest thing for me is how similar I am to somebody I never fucking met, to somebody I don't remember meeting. It's it's fucking wild. I just, (laughs) I never thought that I would come this far. And he fucked up so much. I'm just really fucking happy. He never came back. So, ladies. This is why I get so angry when women choose to fuck with dudes and their kids. Because you could have fucked up and picked a dude who doesn't want anything to do with you and that kid. And instead, you're just being fucking dicks about it because your fucking emotions are hurt because you think you're more important than your kids. Because you don't want to see that having two active parents is what's best for children. And instead you choose to be fucking sketchy, trap dudes, lie to dudes about being the kid's father Until you feel fucking mean enough to say the truth. For building unnecessary fucking necessary obstacles for these men to fucking go through just to see their kid. For taking advantage of the justice system and forcing dudes to pay for kids that Potentially, you're fucking keeping from them anyway. And, like, you really don't get it. You could literally have fucked some dude and have some dude's kid who didn't fucking want it. Or you. And you're too fucking Selfish to think about this, and you think you're fucking entitled to shit, and entitled to treat this dad like shit, meanwhile, kids like me exist, Can you not see why that shit is so upsetting for me? I will not be a party to that behavior. And I really don't care how you feel about it. It's not right. I would hope that you could genuinely love and appreciate your kids enough to see this. To accept accountability for the fact that you fucked up the relationship, or maybe there was no relationship, and now you have to co-parent. But instead, you bitches use these kids as hostage so you can get things from the dude. I hate that. I really fucking hate it. What's even worse is that, like, you ladies literally think that you're owed money. You feel entitled to it. And it's upsetting because if that dude has no money. You are most likely still going to sign up for fucking child support, knowing that he can't- He's gonna be an even tighter bind now. Maybe go to prison if he can't afford it. And even worse the fact that they might not have monies and resources for you, you automatically think that they don't have a right to see their kids. Money doesn't have shit to do with parenting. It's necessary, but it's not the fucking end-all be-all. And dudes aren't just good for fucking money and resources. you don't believe that, go look at fucking statistics. They're actually much better at parenting. Which is sad. And I don't mean that to disrespect dudes. I mean it to disrespect us, ladies. You bitches. Myself included. Because again, I also feel that there was a time I was a super extra dumb stupid bitch. And I always say, because it's the truth, If I'd have been a young mom, I'd have been fucking terrible. And I probably would have done some of this fucked up shit that I hate now. And so, even though it does come off judgy sometimes, and sometimes I am judging. One, I'm trying to correct that. But two, I just... I'm grateful that it didn't happen to me that way, and... want you bitches to realize this. It's fucked up. It's very 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 fucked up. (laughs) This whole fucking thing. I don't believe in child support. I don't believe in alimony unless it's a one and done thing. I don't. I mean, I guess I know why. We're fucking lazy as women because we get everything right away and then. Case consequences later, so. I don't know. I just. I hate getting this specific, but. Again, it- this is a huge part of the reason why I say what I say and think what I think. And... I think that money should be one of the most immediate things people discuss upon getting into relationships because Once emotions get involved, it's harder. And you're not logical, and you just react. But if there's a safety net in place, it can keep certain behaviors from happening. Making you, ladies, us, accountable. So if shit hits the fan, we have... to stay within reason, because we did it before, you know what I mean? And I know that you bitches, your game is to get these dudes, like, super emotional in love with you, so they don't do that, but for every dude out there, and women, who have a lot of monies, this should be <laughs> important to you sadly, we can't trust these bitches. And I mean, if they don't want to comply with it, do you really want to start a relationship with that person? They can't even be adult enough to have that conversation. And so... I was thinking about reading this letter that I wrote to Hector in my journals after I forgave him Um, just because I think it could be helpful maybe, I don't know. Please don't judge me (laughs) on how simple it reads. because it's terribly written, but I think the sentiment is what it is and I don't know I just thought maybe it'd be cool to read and end this conversation. So without further ado, again don't mind the simpleton writing. Format This was twelve seven two thousand sixteen at ten oh two PM on a Wednesday. I've never really spoken about my biological sperm Donor Hector. But today, while talking to Ma about my plans for the future, he came up. We were talking about how much I love Tony Robbins and how he's helped me transform my mentality. She mentioned how Hector had her buy his CDs back in the day. It was dvd sets and I'm assuming it was about figuring out your why to be successful I was super shocked to hear that because it's like the more I learn about him the more I begin to understand how awful he must feel well at the very least I can begin trying to understand who he was and why he made the choices he did. So here's what I currently know about him. He was the youngest of his siblings, and his parents gave him the world on a silver platter. He knew exactly what to do to get his way, which included temper tantrums. His biggest dream was to become a professional baseball player. But he was addicted to cocaine, and other drugs of course Mary Jane. His parents didn't mention to my mom the fact that their son was an addict and she is somewhat resentful of that as am I because that is just knocking butts. He often lied to my mother and probably cheated on her. He was her first true love and a pivotal figure for her. She always says that she would have done anything for him had he wanted their relationship to thrive. He was absent for my brother's birth. No, maybe he was just absent in mine. He threatened to hit my mom a few times she always defended herself. That makes me laugh. (laughs) Let's see what else. Oh, he was a great baseball player and even got a shot to try out for an MLB team, but he missed it because of his love for drugs and need to get high. I forgot what team. It may have been the A's. Not for sure, though. He obviously had the right mentality, ideas, and skills. He just was clearly unhappy and lost himself in drugs. And other toxic shit, potentially. I remember once, when I was about five to seven years old, he called. I was in my room just playing and my brother came in because the door was open. He told me that Hector called to talk to us, but he told him that I wasn't available. I was upset, but his intention seemed genuine, and since I do not recall ever speaking with Hector, I trusted my brother's decision. In retrospect, I should have told him that if he calls again, to let me talk to him. I would have a memory with him. That would be crazy. I know I'm wondering why my brother chose to tell me about the call at all. What if he didn't? Would I have ever found out? Did my mom know? She never mentioned it to me. I wonder if he even asked about me, or if that was just my brother trying to protect me. Then there was another birthday when he sent me a Minnie Mouse card, and it came with a battery-operated talking parrot. It was weird, but fun. And one Christmas I asked for a Teddy Ruxpin, which was a battery-operated talking bear that read books aloud as you followed along, but he gave me some lame knockoff version that just spoke. It was actually low-key creepy. Oh, my mom told me he used to stand us up when they were separated slash divorced. She said we'd wait and sit by the window for him like a fucking Hollywood sad ass movie scene. We'd wait for him to pick us up and often he would not come. We not want to leave in case we missed him. Ugh, that's just absolutely depressing. My brother got to know him where I never did because he left before I was born. It's taken me 27 years to finally be at peace with what Hector did, and I never fathomed I'd see the day I forgave him. But I do. I mean, he obviously wasn't ready for marriage or kids, But he depended on his parents to keep him financially supported and enabling him that he just got married to shut them up. Then he was addicted to cocaine and there's no way that helped the situation. He obviously hadn't taken any time to self-help himself and I wonder sometimes if he would have changed had he ever decided to watch the Tony Robbins DVDs. I just have so much empathy for him and I now truly understand why my mom always says a prayer for him. It's weird to learn that you're so similar to someone you have never spent any time with. It's true when they say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. He truly could have been living out his dreams had he had the drive and will to do it to completion. Alas, that's not how things panned out for him. Last I heard, he was imprisoned for killing someone for no apparent or legitimate reason. But again, there's no way to know for sure exactly what happened. I also heard the drugs were fucking up his brain and his health and wellness were not looking promising. Anybody could have guessed that. I wish I could tell him that I forgive him because I understand how social pressures like having a wife and kids when you aren't ready can make you feel as though you are suffocating and also to thank him for leaving when faced with the decision to stay and show me a shitty life it was the best thing he could ever do for me without him doing what he did Who knows who I'd be, where I'd be, or what I'd be doing. It's like Tony Robbins says, if you're going to blame people for all the bad things they did to you, then you better thank them for all the good shit too. It's sad what became of his life, but what's sadder is that most people's lives end like that. Just sad, bitter, disappointing, and full of regrets. I hope he too can make his peace, can make his peace with himself and his life. He's so critical to my life story, and I am beyond grateful to be able to have peace of mind with him being my biological father. Barry was my real father, but I could never erase Hector and the role he played in my life. He actually also helped me see what could happen to me if I kept living life according to other people's standards instead of my own. And I'll be damned if I just ignore this warning and not go forth conquering my aspirations. His action caused volatile events to occur that ultimately was his demise, and I just sank down for all that. It's crazy because, in a way, he's coming through for me without him fucking knowing. Seems like I could have gotten Hector's ambition and need to be more than the average person. I always wondered where I got all this drive and will to succeed, because I've been like this my entire life. This is quite the revelation and I just feel truly blessed to be at this point in my life with the vast knowledge I've gained thus far. Hector is an intriguing individual, if nothing else, and for the first time I feel as though I might want to talk with him, but the reality is always different than the idea dream. Besides The last I heard, he was talking to his parents, mom maybe, I think his dad passed, about recruiters coming to check him out so he can play pro ball. How fucking sad and depressing is that shit? And that's how I know for sure. He did the right thing when he left and never returned. Maybe he has regrets and wishes he hadn't done what he did, but I guess some things were just not meant to know. Still, he taught me more than I could have fathomed, and I am beyond grateful that the blood running through my veins is, in part, because of him. So thank you, Hector for abandoning me and giving me a real shot at life, for this, I'll always be grateful for you. I hope that this revelation is helpful, it's not easy for me to talk about shit like this to the vast universe. I don't like people in my business. I don't like being emotional all the time with strangers. But I think it's a powerful lesson and it's really the reason I fight so hard for you ladies to be more amicable and not treat men who wanna be dads as if they are some deadbeat like Hector is and was because there are genuinely trash people out here who don't give a fuck And to have a dude who actively wants to be in your kid's life. It's a solid win. It means everything, I think. And. I think we should just take this shit more seriously as women. We shouldn't just be having kids for money, or other fucking dumb reasons. And especially if you want to use kids as hostages. (sighs) Just remember, there's genuine people out there who don't give a fuck. And you're fucking with somebody who does. have a great morning or night when you're hearing this and I'll be back again. Thanks.